What up, HyperChange? We live, we're doing it, Tesla Earnings Day. Um, sending you amazing vibes on this four time a year Super Bowl where we're gonna get an update from Elon himself. Actually, that doesn't happen four times a year, um, but we're getting earnings. Um, we're gonna get an update. This is Tesla. We already know they delivered 307,000 cars in the quarter. For those who are tuning in, don't know what's happening. Teslaverse, um, it's like the biggest thing. They're about to release earnings. I put a link below in the description. We're all refreshing the page at 1 p.m. or a little after 1 p.m. When the market closes, they're gonna release the shareholder letter, which has the best update in the business. Um, I think like if you're trying to get an MBA, be learning about the business world, you should be following the best case study in business and that's Tesla and that's this update that we're about to get from the company. Like what are they up to? What are they scheming? What are the plans for this year? And the big thing about this is that um, Elon has actually said he will be on this call to have a product roadmap update. So it's not as much about um, what they're gonna like say in the call, there'll be some great um, you know updates in the finances, but it's really about what's Elon gonna give us in the product update on the conference call, Cybertruck. He just tweeted he was driving around the Cybertruck. We all know the Austin factory is rumored to be pumping out Model Ys with 4680 cells right now. So that's like the gossip. Um, I'm hoping Elon Musk confirms that, although I think he won't because they don't wanna, they're not, producing enough of this new battery to put it in every car, so they don't wanna have some new cars or cars with the new battery and some not, so they don't wanna tell customers that. So they're, I think they actually won't give guidance on that other than say like the 4680 is ramping and we're using it in products, but they won't specify those products other than the semi and the mega pack. It's out, wow. The shareholder letter is out. Um, wait, is the shareholder letter out? I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the, sh the show. So we're refreshing. If you want to see what I'm doing, this is my page. I'm literally just refreshing right now. I'll close all these windows. Um, just refreshing, refreshing to wait for the shareholder letter right here. This is where it's going to, the magic's going to happen. Um, usually Tesla's been getting pretty fast about it, but technically the conference call is not till 2.30. So it could be a while. Um, yeah. But anyway, happy earnings day to everybody. So Elon is supposed to be on that call. That's the big news. Um, I personally think the other big update we're going to get is on the FSD program. And you'll notice on the past conference calls, Tesla's been very shy about their FSD updates and the pricing strategy and what they're doing there, despite the fact that that is sort of the most interesting thing going on with the company. They're pushing all these updates for FSD. They're expanding that program. They're raising the price. Um, lots going on there. V11 is on the cusp of being released. So I think Elon um, is going to give us an update on FSD, on the Cybertruck, um, and potentially on the robo-taxi sort of vision for Tesla. Um, I also think they're gonna announce that the Austin factory is starting production and that'll be a big thing. Um, that's sort of like a big headline. Ooh, oh, oh no, oh, okay. I thought it was out, but it's not. Um, man, this is exciting though. Randomly, one kind of thread that I forgot about on the last conference calls that was epic was Zach Kirkhorn talking about how Tesla might is looking at different crypto products. And so, and I keep thinking like on the interview I did with Rob Bauer recently, ooh, kilowatts, let's go. Thanks for the super chat. Shout out to the kilowatts. I'm actually driving through SF. I'm on a road trip, so maybe we'll link up. But um, the worlds of Tesla being the biggest energy company and having owning all these energy producing assets, and then the world of cryptocurrency requiring energy to build a new financial system, I think is like such a big colliding of worlds that's about to occur. Um, and I don't know, that's just, I don't think we're gonna get anything about that in this, this shareholder letter, but I'm throwing it out there. Um, oh, is my camera hitting my computer? Oh, there we go, sorry. I didn't realize my computer was in the screen, my bad. <laughs> um, okay, let's see, I keep refreshing, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay, also today, so right after this, I'm in LA, this is, I'm kind of leaking an epic collab right now. 
Uh, the noise is my laptop fan. I'm about to get a new laptop when I get back, I promise. But I'm about to go collab with um, Ross Gerber and uh, meet Kevin, I think. So I'm literally, right after this ends, I'm driving to Santa Monica to meet up with Ross. And then we're going to listen to the call together, scheme, and then do a live stream with Ross in person. Me and Ross live streaming today on Hyperchange. It's going to be legendary. So debt, you do not want to miss that. Um, so that's what I'm planning for the rest of the day. And yeah, the weird, sh it's my laptop fan. It's going away. I have like a system in place, so it should be going away in a sec. But I am about to just buy a new laptop. Shout out to my Patreons because not sponsored and they're going to help me get a new laptop. So I have no more fan noise on my live streams, which is going to be epic. And okay, wait, I'm getting off track. Shareholder letter. Okay, still not out, still not out. We're refreshing. If you're just joining the party, this is the refresh we're doing. Tesla on the cusp of announcing literally its best earnings ever. Uh, they're gonna make billions of dollars in profit, not an exaggeration. And um, I don't know, I'm not gonna lie, as much hype as there is for this quarter, and like you see all the Tesla bulls being like, if the stock's down, it's like, earnings are better than ever, but the stock is down, like what's happening? You know, it's like, well, there's a lot priced into Tesla stock and it's soaring. And I think the market already knows there's gonna be an insane amount of um, like, profit and earnings we already know the deliveries were good so if anything i think the market's reaction to this will be disappointed because there's so you have to think about the psychology of everyone thinking oh it's out it's out it's out it's out this is why i love y'all thank you for hitting me on the chat it's out is it really out we're refreshing i'm refreshing is it out i mean that's just a fair way to troll me in the chat is to just say it's out when it's not because is it not Ooh, it's out it's out all right this is it folks Wow. Hey, super chat. Thank you. Lord Palmerston. Killing it. All right. We're here. We're doing it. <sighs> Get ready. Oh my God. Butterflies. 2021 was a breakthrough year for Tesla. There should be no longer doubt about the viability and profitability of electric vehicles. With our deliveries up 87%, we achieved the highest quarterly operating margin among all volume OEMs based on the latest available data, proving that EVs can be more profitable than the internal combustion engine. Oh my God. All right. We just got to get to the, get to the results here. Oh my God. All right. What's going on here? Uh, 1.5 billion in operating cash flow of 2.8 billion in the quarter, 2.6 billion in gap rating uh, operating income. That's a record. I think it's going to be a little bit less than what people were expecting. Um, point, and they're talking about millions of vehicles, 0.94 million vehicles now, not even in thousands. Annual run rate of 1.22 million. All right, we knew all of this. Um, software remains one of our primary areas of focus. Or sorry, I'm going to pull up the chat that I have with y'all. Um, wow. Okay. Here we go. So here are the numbers. We're looking at 15.9 billion of revenue. Is that right? Wow. 16 billion in revenue, 30.1% gross margin, insane gross margin post here yet again. 71% uh, top line. Or no, this isn't, this is just automotive. Whoops, my bad. 17.7 .7 billion in revenue, 65% growth on that. Gross profit of 4.8 billion, up 135%. So this is like the biggest lever that we're seeing in Tesla's business model. They're they're growing their top line at 65%, but how is their profits growing at 135? Because they're getting more profitable per unit. And this is such a strong tailwind that because of manufacturing and you know the new 4680 cell that I'm getting better at building, more FSD revenue, like this is not gonna stop and gonna continue. And I think that's the operating leverage that is why people are giving this the high price earnings multiple and even justifying a growth company valued at higher than 70% growth or 65% growth because their gross earnings power on the gross profit level, the income statements growing 135%. And then their expenses are only growing 50%. So our income from operations is up 354%. You literally, like the amount of operating leverage in Tesla's business model, it's like, oh, you have all these fixed costs, right? There's like this massive thing of fixed costs. 
And now that Tesla is able to get a little bit of profit, the fixed costs are the same. All this incremental profit from all these new vehicles sold is going straight to the bottom line. And we're kind of just seeing like this insane flywheel of profitability occur. Wow. Holy shit. Is this right? Q4 cash flow, 4.6 billion, which is up from 3.1 billion last quarter. So in a single quarter, Tesla's business produced 4.6 billion. So you got to think about that. 4.6 billion times four, that's like 20 billion, almost 18 billion of annualized cash flow for Tesla's and assets. So at a trillion, a trillion divided by 18 billion, we're looking at like a 55 times or 2%, 1.8% yield of cash flow. So what bond is yielding 2% with that 2% growing in a massive way like nothing so when you think about tesla being an asset it's this is why to me it's not cheap at a trillion i see us hitting two trillion real quick especially just because of this number right here like at the end of the day tesla's an asset is it producing asset or is it producing cash or burning cash we have gone so far to the producing cash range and we're producing so much that yeah damn that's i honestly that's that to me is the highlight of the number the whole quarter 4.6 billion let's see what's good with energy revenue because I, I i thought that was gonna Solar deployments, 85 megawatts, down 1%. Damn, and energy storage, 978 megawatts. So a little bit of a bummer quarter for energy, but that's lumpy and they're focused on vehicles. So that's not the end of the world, but it is important to note. Um, okay, here's some of the updates. Okay, I'm gonna pull up your chat now. I wasn't reading your chat, now I got the chat. So let me know if you have anything. Um, wow, so the current production capacity here, a little over a million cars, um, Tesla Semi. Still not saying where they're building the semi or the roadster and the future product, that's the robo-taxi. Um, in Q4, we saw a continuation of challenges. Wow, builds of the Model Y started in late 2021 at Gigafactory, Texas. That's what we've been waiting on. The rumor that they are starting to build the Model Y, that is happening, that's huge. Um, maximizing Fremont, um, production of Model 3 and Y continue to ramp further throughout 2021. Uh, local production's essential. Gigafactory Shanghai is our main export hub. That's interesting now. Um, Europe, Europe is going to be using 2170 cells. Ooh, this is hella interesting. Okay. Europe and Berlin is going to be using 2170 cells to build the car for the model Y. They're putting that right. Oh, you can't see me cause I'm in your way. Uh Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This right here, most important part. Um, and then here for Texas, they don't say what batteries they're using for the Model Ys. So my read is 2170s for the Model Ys in Berlin, Model Ys in Texas are gonna be running on the 4680s, which is fascinating because if you go back to Elon tweets, he used to say that the 4680s were gonna happen in Berlin first. They're pumping them out at Cato, building up a backlog. And then while they're spinning up the machines at these new factories, they're gonna send the batteries there from Cato Road to get those production lines off the ground. But we thought they were gonna be sending those to Berlin, not Austin. Now they're sending them to Austin, not Berlin. So I don't know what that means. I actually think that's kind of smart because it's like, first of all, the Germans, like, I don't know, like the European market is already killing it with the 2170s. I don't know, actually I don't know. And maybe like, Austin's the headquarters, so that's the best place to iterate quickly, so that's the best place to try to set up the first battery line. I don't know. Anyway, I'm reading here. Also, hit me in the chat if there's any comments that I, uh, crazy comments that I missed or any uh, interesting stuff that I missed. Wow. Okay, this is a huge tidbit here. So FSD beta has increased from a couple thousand vehicles to nearly 60,000 um vehicles in the u.s today so that's huge Sixty thousand people just the u.s have fsd beta i mean you have to, I, that's probably 
3x of what I thought it was. So think about, and there's still not being in a single crash in FSD beta. I mean, this is insane. Uh, wow. Okay, so FSD beta is huge. Um, and it's interesting. Look at these charts here. Vehicle delivery growth. This is insane. Tesla just trouncing the entire industry. Um, oh my God. Got all of that. Okay, let's look at this battery powertrain manufacturing. Cogs per vehicle dropped to 36,000. Should continue to minimize. Wow. So now they're talking about product costs, saying it costs us 36 grand to build that Model Y that you bought for 50 grand. But with this new structural pack, the 4680 cells, we can reduce, continue to minimize uh, product costs. So cost reductions from the manufacturing level are going to continue. Energy storage, 32% increase in 2021, driven by Megapack. Demand remains substantially above capacity. Growth has been limited by supply. Building a dedicated factory. I don't know. I'm still not buying that because they always say that. but And they always say this year we're going to double. This year it's going to go crazy. But then it never does. So that's kind of my, I don't know. Solar deployments. Let's see if we can get some clarity on why this is such a bummer. Solar deployment. Roof deployments triple. That's good. And growing sequentially. Just sound like it's going very slow to actually integrate the solar roof into stuff though. Residential. Ooh, I mean, I guess they're saying we're focusing on residential solar deployments and those are actually doing well now. So they are trying to pitch us on this bright spot in the energy business, but I don't know. I still think this, it's a disappointment. But, and I always say it's gonna turn around next year, but I'm always wrong, so I don't wanna say that again. Um, it's not that it's not turning around, it's still growing, but okay. 50% growth annually, um, wow. Supply chain will limit growth, but about 50%, and I love how Tesla's gotten vague on their guidance. They don't want to get too specific and get it wrong. 50% growth. They're basically not saying anything. We know they're already building cars at a 1.2 million run rate. They delivered 9.94 million last year. 50% growth on that's like 1.35 million or 1.4 million, but I think they're going to crush that because they're already at 1.22. We're going to be looking at like 1.6, 1.7 million, but it all depends on how fast they can ramp these new products. Um, and there's a lot of risk going on, and that's what they're saying. We're progress on the Cybertruck, currently planned for Austin pr production subsequent to Model Y, but they're not saying exactly when the Cybertruck will happen. Ooh, the pictures. This is my favorite part. Wow. I mean, the Tesla fact, wow. Oh, I think this is Berlin Graffiti. This is sick. I love how Tesla, like, integrates local artists and kind of, like, Berlin is a super artsy city with awesome graffiti everywhere. So it just seems so on point. They did that for the factory. Wow. I mean, how beautiful does that look? The quality control and uh, Berlin, look at that lighting thing. The robots, general assembly. I was just in Berlin. I got to say this factory is so clean, so dope. There it is. Oh no, this is Texas. Massive. The cr and that's what I think is interesting. Like uh, I was talking to Ross Gerber this morning about Tesla and we're like, wait, it's so funny how GM is like, and, and I think this is gonna happen on the conference call. E look at this factory right here. Look at how big this is. This is the crown jewel of America. Tesla's building literally the world's largest factory in the entire world, the world's largest factory in the entire world. And 
it's going to be in Austin. It's going to be in the U.S. It's going to bring so many jobs. It's going to be such a boom to the economy. It's going to electrify all of America with all this amazing technology and nobody's talking about it. And what's the Biden administration doing? They're like talking about how awesome GM is and how good GM's investment is in new factories. I actually think we not, might not even be looking at Tesla style stuff on this conference call, but straight up political style stuff where Elon wants to send a message to politicians being like, why will you not acknowledge me? Why are you ignoring Tesla? I think, I think it's so interesting that our politicians have been bought off by the unions and that we have this crazy like dichotomy of, of Washington saying we need to go green as fast as possible. We support electric vehicles. Look at how much money GM's investing. And then what is the reality on the ground and the actual real world happening here that isn't just a press room that the White House is running? GM selling 26 electric cars, literally 26. Tesla sold 307,000. That's not like a, that's like actually what the numbers are. So, it, and then Tesla's building this massive new factory. GM sales numbers are down because nobody's buying their product. And yet we're living in this massive duality of the current U.S. government refusing to acknowledge this amazing like opportunity, economic opportunity and technological opportunity that's happening in our own backyard. And I think Elon's going to call that out on the conference call. And that could be like a really powerful kind of dope moment. And so I think he will, even if he doesn't directly call it out, we'll flex on it and be like, we run the biggest car factory in North America. It's Fremont. Um, nobody said thought building a factory in California was a good idea. It was literally an abandoned factory by GM. And we took it over in the highest taxes most annoying place to work with the most competitive jobs and made it work. And it's the only, and it's all the other factories are shutting down. And it's growing. I mean, that's insane. And now this is the thing they're building the new version of that's going to be twice as big. And so anyway, the W's are adding up. Wow. I mean, honestly, Tesla's photographer, like this is art to me. I want to get like a poster of this, right? Like, is this not dope? The seat factory. Okay, this is actually a fun fact about Tesla because I'm on my road trip. Tesla makes their own seats in-house and they are so much comfier than any other seats. They have amazing support. You can sit in them for super long car rides. They're made with vegan leather, which is dope because the carbon emissions of that, the animal suffering, like I don't, I'm not vegan myself, but I think it's just dope that they use this synthetic leather that, that cleans super well, that feels amazing, that doesn't get too hot. So it's like they disrupted leather, they disrupted the chair. I don't know, it's just a micro example of nerding out about Tesla, about how far they go to just make their products better. Gigafactory Shanghai, massive, getting bigger. Is this the building where they're building batteries or the robo-taxi that they won't tell us they're working on? Who knows? General Assembly, ooh. This is better than them telling us they're starting semi-production. And I've actually been seeing a lot of gossip about the new mega, mega pack that's been going up. Um, they're installing these mega chargers. And so this is so dope for Tesla. Like they're, they're installing all of the chargers to make this trucking infrastructure boom. Um, and now we're going to pump out the semi. I think this is like, I don't know, as kind of just a fan of like the future Tesla's building, this product gets me super exciting because driving on my road trip, like trucks are super big. They're super unsafe. Passing them is super stressful. Um, it's a really bad job to be a truck driver. Like it's really bad for your health. It's stressful. It's not good for your body. Like there's just a lot we need to change about it. And with the internet economy, I think the reliance on trucking is only increasing and will continue to increase. And so the focus on like, how do we make our trucks more sustainable? How do we make them safer? How do we make the roads more efficient from a traffic perspective by coordinating them better? Like this is all such a room for opportunity that Tesla's tackling. And it's a massive trillion dollar segment that they haven't even scratched the surface of. So. I'm, this is why the semi truck to me is such a powerful thing. And when I went to uh, autonomy day and this is in Palo Alto, they had a semi truck there. This is a few years ago. One of the semi truck dudes was working there. 
um, and he was like give it, talking to me about it. And he's like, look, like semi trucks are only three percent of the vehicles on the road, but they're like you know forty percent of emissions or something. Like we can make such a big impact here. Um, and I also think road safety is big, but so Tesla semi, get ready for that. Um, talk is cheap, but four semis in a row charging, moving stuff. That's progress. Cumulative profitability since inception. This is a baller chart just showing that they made back all the money they lost and more. Gotta love that. Um, oh man, this is just up and to the right. Other startups take note. This is what we want your financials to look like. I mean, this is the chart that says it all. Tesla produced 4.6 billion of cash flow. Like, dude, there's no way I'm selling my Tesla stock under a thousand. I mean, it's just so cheap. I'm like, what? What? what's Tesla stock doing right now? Have you guys been following in the after hours? Um, down 2%, okay. And it's funny because I know everyone's like, oh, like golly, the stock's falling, like crumbling. It's like, okay, first of all, we are long, well, I can't speak for you, but I'm a long-term investor, right? Like I'm buying and holding this company for the long run. Like I don't care what Wall Street is saying. I don't care what CNBC is saying. I don't care about the analyst estimates or like what the stock's down. Oh, it's down 4% after hours. Now it's down 3%. Now it's down 2%. Now it's up 1%. Like you're just totally wasting all of your time by looking at all of that. The only thing you should be looking out, looking at or reading is just the data that came out from the company. Like did they have a good quarter? Did they make a lot of money? Are they progressing on the things that I think are important to build the company that I'm investing in? Yes, 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 yes. So it's a dope quarter. Like who cares if the stock's down 5%? If you let that get into your psyche and mood, like you're tripping. So I actually stopped even checking the stock market. Like I know this sounds ridiculous. Like obviously I check it sometimes, but like I don't check the market. Like today I didn't check. I, that's why I didn't know what Tesla stock did today. Cause I literally don't check it. Cause who cares? I'm a long-term investor. Like Oh, it's up 1% today, down 1% tomorrow, up 1% the next day, down 1% the next day. Like such a waste of your life and energy to just constantly check stock prices. So that's what I'd say. Who gives a shit about the stock price? We're buying businesses. The business has never been more on fire. It's a decade of crushing it and 4.5 billion in cash flow is about to look like peanuts compared to what we're putting up in a few quarters. So that's all I care about. And to me, that's justifying $2 trillion market cap in this environment. Even if inflation happens, even if things crumble, I think we're at least a $700 billion company, even with financials getting hit because of a mega recession. And we're that, so that's where I'm at. And this is the math that backs it up. This is why I don't care what analyst estimates are. I don't care what seems, it's just like, what's good with the cash flow? How much cash did we add to our bank account versus last quarter? That's, that's, the, that's what matters. That's first principles of finance right there. That's what Elon would be looking at. And it's 4.5 bill and it's just, growing way faster than vehicle deliveries or revenue. So that tells you what you need to know. Okay. So I think that's it. Um, let's run back to the, to the numbers to just see how awesome they look. Okay. Here are the overall numbers from Tesla for 2021. Annually, we're looking at 54 billion in revenue, up 71%, 13.6 billion in gross profit, up 105%. Operating expenses only growing 50%, which equal to 227% growth in income from operations to 6.5 billion from 2 billion. So they more than tripled their profit and they just did 2.6 this last quarter. They're on pace to double this profit again next year. and. Um, free cash flow from operations, 11 and a half for the whole year, six and a half billion spent on factories. It's going to lead to massive growth next year, 5 billion added to the bank in terms of free cash flow. So, um, wow, epic. Okay. 
I'm just going to wrap it up and say, epic quarter for Tesla. We knew the numbers were going to be great. They are amazing. Now it's all about the conference call. What is Elon Musk going to say? What's good with the Cybertruck? What's good with 4680? What's good with FSD? Those are the three things that I think Elon will updates on that are super important. Cybertruck release date, Model Y, Osborne with new 4680s. What's good with that product lineup? I think they should do Model Y plaid or something with the 4680s. And then that's how you introduce it at a higher price with a lower volume and market it to customers and don't Osborne and navigate their transition. That's my um, take on it. <clears throat> and then FSD. What's good with FSD pricing, rollout, all that stuff. And I'm gonna be covering this after the call live from LA from uh, with Ross Gerber and maybe meet Kevin, which is just gonna be a super fun party. So bring your Tesla tequila, subscribe to the channel, and I'll see y'all in a couple hours for that live stream. Have fun on the conference call. Like, it's gonna be fun. So I can't wait. See y'all after. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for tuning in. Have a dope day. Peace.